ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. G'day, I'm Matt Brand. Indonesians head to the polls today in what is the world's largest single-day election. Up to 200 million people will be voting for a new president to replace Joko Widodo, who has finished his term. Here in Australia, a lot of farmers and cattle producers who trade with Indonesia will be interested to see how this all unfolds. Veterinarian and former boss of the NT Livestock Exporters Association, Dr Ross Ainsworth, he's in Bali today. I spoke to him earlier on about who's expected to win this election. By Barber, he's uh, particularly keen on elections, just, you know, how you <laughs> plenty of chat in the Barber chair. <laughs> and uh, he, he's the one I get most of my mail from. And uh, uh, it was very interesting that initially uh, he was, uh, Bali tends to be, uh, uh, generally favourable towards the Megawati's party, PDI. But uh, about a few months ago, when, when Prabowo uh, took uh, or arranged through various means to get uh, Jokowi's uh, son as his running mate, virtually everyone I spoke to said, that's it, uh, it's a done deal, he's a shoo-in. Well, yeah, Prabowo has been reported as the favourite in this election, and that's what your barber thinks as well, hey? And everyone else. I have not spoken to one person, and I've asked a lot of people. Uh, I've not spoken to one who didn't agree that Prabowo would be the man. So, Ross, for farmers and cattle producers tuning in who perhaps trade with Indonesia, can you talk us through what the, the best case and worst case scenarios might look like here. Yeah, look, it's uh, I'd have a better chance of predicting what's going on in the US than what's going to be happening here. So, given given that caveat, <laughs> I I don't think it'll be a problem. I see it as probably positive. Prabowo is an entrepreneur, a businessman. He uh, he's a very rich guy. He's been doing business for a long time, and uh, the most positive thing for me is that Jokowi is the best president Indonesia's ever had by a country mile. He was the most honest politician I've ever even heard of, let alone uh, had experience of. Uh, he got things done. He got good things done. He prioritised good things. And uh, he he established lots of uh, agencies uh against corruption, which is their biggest single problem here, in my view, politically. Uh, so when Jokowi allowed his son to run as the deputy for Prabowo, for me, that was the sign of approval of Jokowi. And given the age of Prabowo, they had to change the constitution to allow Prabowo, who was over the age limit, and his son, to be, who was under the age limit to run for president, once they changed the law, the constitution, to allow that to happen, that said to me that Jokowi had sanctioned Prabowo and by implication that, uh, and you know, this is just my point of view, yeah. Prabowo is 73. So I would say part the way through the first term, if not after the first term, then 
Prabowo will, you know, have some uh, twinges and say he's uh, on health grounds and to spend more time with his family, he will resign and allow the son to become the president. And I reckon that's written in the wind right now. Wow. And so that means to me also that the son, who has extremely limited uh, political experience, will be listening to dad. And dad's a champion, so I think it's a fantastic result. You're, of course, across the cattle industry in Australia, still waiting for import permits for live cattle and for box beef. What's your thoughts, Ross, on the likelihood of that getting sorted any time soon uh, during this election period? Yeah, no, it won't, it won't be. These things, these things are managed by senior bureaucrats and senior bureaucrats do absolutely nothing during the election cycle. It should have been done well before the election sort of period, but, and, and the reasons for that are unclear, although the only thing that I could say in relation to the cattle issues is that it related to all permits, you know, uh, permits for bringing in apples and uh, sheep meat and uh, everything. It wasn't just cattle. So it, it sort of don't take it personally. It, it, you were just in the list with all the rest of it that was being held up for reasons that you and I will never understand. However, once once the uh, the first thing that happens once there's a new president is all the uh, top positions, both political and bureaucratic, are all vacated and all reappointed according to the new boss. In in uh, once once Prabowo is in the chair, every senior bureaucrat will be gone. You know, sort of they're all heads of departments. Uh, Director Generals, all gone, and his men will be and women will be in place. So I suspect at that time, permits will free up. So how long could that process take? Yeah, look, uh, it's it takes a while to kick out the old and, and bring it, because the old ones will just be sitting there, uh, um, you know, playing cards, because they cannot do anything. So it might take a month. Uh, all they'll need is a signature. They'll have the permit written out and and not signed. So when the when the right person sits down in his chair, he will he will be able to get it moving very quickly should they decide to. And I suspect you know it might be a month, might be a bit longer. So you know most uh, stations might just have to do uh, do a few breeder rounds before they. Uh, before they bring in their their sale animals, and so for those industries impacted by this, I guess their best outcome from today's election is that one person, you know, wins by clear margin, and it doesn't end up. I've got here that you know, if it's too close, there ends up being a runoff held in June. I think that's I think that's right. If that happened, then they'd probably sort the permits out. Okay. Uh, otherwise, you see, the other thing that's going on is Ramadan and. Uh, I'm not sure of the actual dates, but Ramadan and uh, LeBaron are relatively early in the year and there would be a danger of running out of uh, protein uh, if they don't get them moving. So, And, and that would be a far more serious uh, outcome for the government. If the government runs out, of, allows the food to run out, then they'll burn the place down. So you, you, that, that won't happen. So somehow they'll get it done, but it might, it might dither around for a, for another month. And just finally, Ross Ainsworth, 
In Australia, on election day, we have democracy sausages. Any unusual <laughs> traditions in Indonesia on election day? <laughs> the only unusual traditions here is the giving away of gifts to voters. And I'm told that the, uh, the standard gift at the moment is uh, 100,000 rupees, which is uh, 10 bucks. And uh, that's, that's your sausage. And does that it used to be T-shirts, but now I believe it's a, 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 a red note. As in you vote and then you get the note? Uh-uh. No. Uh, oh. You get the note and then, then you vote. I don't know whether anyone checks on it, but uh, that's how it works. Appreciate your insights today. Enjoy Election Day, Ross. Thank you. And it's, and it's Valentine's Day here as well, of course. I'm not sure how that impacts on the election, but there you go.